become a crazy doctor. What is crazy? Define crazy. Is crazy losing your children in a fire you could have prevented by checking your pockets for that one little match that you missed? No. I'm not crazy. them. Why not me? They weren't even three years old yet. I'm old. I've lived a long enough life. Why would God take away your babies when you love them so much? I'm crazy, but what is crazy? What is crazy? Where is crazy? Why do you think you can tell people they're crazy? Who's crazy, doctor? Me or you? I'm not a crazy doctor. So it must be you. Hey, welcome back. I'm so glad you guys decided to stick around. I'm starting to get used to this podcast thing with this solo podcasting thing. It's kind of fun. It's doing things my way. <laughs> anyway, I'm so goofy. So this week's episode is What About Your Friends? And my first interview is with my boo, Ponisha. And what you just heard was a monologue for Crazy. Didn't she do such a phenomenal job? Um, so yeah, hope you enjoy the show. Your microphone up. 
Oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I did, but it just made it louder. So we're good. Hey, cool. So welcome to the Chronicles of Divine Destiny. Thank you for having me. Oh, yay. Of course. <laughs> Let's see what I can table. <laughs> well, hopefully you just bring yourself because you're amazing. You're my boo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we usually do since it's the pandemic, we just check in. I know we're all pretty much doing the same thing, but we are <laughs> we're on different coasts because like right now it's seven thirty here, so what is like four four thirty eight. Right. So you're in Washington. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's still nice and sunny out here. It was about like 65 degrees so I don't have any complaints about the weather usually it's gray and dreary and oh, you yeah. just want to be in the bed yeah I see that so. it's kind of like was when I check the weather and stuff it's always raining there yes it is but since spring has hit it's been pretty nice my allergies have been mayhem like <laughs> just wake up super congested and uh so gross oh yeah after you know i took my allergy test i'm pretty much allergic to the whole outside so (laughs) i feel you (laughs) (laughs) so how are things during this pandemic and quarantining are you still working i am working and i work in seattle um so i still catch public transportation oh as far as buses and trains and all that um because you still I mean you can drive you know but then you have to pay for parking every day and you don't get reimbursed but the way that my job is set up you get reimbursed for taking public transportation even though you don't pay for it at all because they give you a free card uh for public transportation so it's kind of backwards but that's just what it is so what what are you doing that they feel like your job is essential so let my audience know what are you doing to help um i won't into too much no you don't have to say exactly like your job type i mean not where you work at but just what are you doing (laughs) i work for for a hospital Mm -hmm. so um you know that's always going to be essential right Uh, so a way that you're getting out of that okay cool so you like kind of breaking up just a little bit I don't want us to have to re-record sometime this week so (laughs) just a little bit am am I still breaking up it's like you're going in and out like certain so I don't know if it's your headsets or like what let me change location So yeah, you can walk and talk if you can. <laughs> okay. Because I don't want Is it to be bad? like complete silence. I know. Okay. Is this bad? <laughs> it's like you say, "Is it?" And then it just does that. I don't know. Oh, well, maybe oh. try without your headphones. I don't have my headphones in. Oh, that's probably why. You didn't get the memo. <laughs> uh-uh. I said, "Put your headphones in." <laughs> Hold on, let me do it now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Hello? 
Yeah, can you hear me? Ah, uh, yes, that is great. Great. Okay. Okay. Perfect. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> now we're so you know, I okay. just want to let the folks know I'm new to this podcasting thing. You will find out there will be some technical difficulties at times. But hey, sorry, I'm, y'all. It's cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> definitely cool. I mean, even with editing and all that, it's like it's a headache. I never knew how challenging it was to have your own podcast and to do everything yourself because I was always a co-host, so all I had to do was show up. So all the editing mm. and the mic check and all this and that, I didn't do anything. I just showed up been a nuisance go home <laughs> okay so now okay, it's like, well. <laughs> so now i'm doing the editing it's like oh my god you, you know i'm just yeah. trying to get the best content i can give but hey i'm still learning so bear with me so continue you work at the hospital <laughs> yes um so you know and i work at a children's hospital as well so with that um you know we stay open so And that's with any hospital. So, um, you know, I'm just grateful that I have a job that I didn't have to file for unemployment, even though I heard that those who are getting unemployment are probably making way more uh, than me. But um, (laughs) are you serious? That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't know how true it is, but um, I get paid pretty well. But um, yeah you know we're we're working for the children so that's really all that matters and we're taking the right precautions you know um Mm -hmm. keeping our distance and protecting ourselves making sure that we don't um get the virus as well so absolutely oh okay well we appreciate you thank you (laughs) you do all the essential workers we appreciate you especially at the hospitals and the grocery store even though today I wanted to cuss the dude out, but I composed myself. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> well, you know, I got blessed a little bit with some money for food. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I want to treat myself. I want to get some crabs. I haven't had crabs in a while. I want to treat mm-hmm. myself to get the crabs or whatever. So I walk up there and this one guy, he's like kind of like a young guy. And you can kind of tell like whatever. These was like the bottom of the barrel type of snow crabs. The legs was all coming off the body, you know. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, man, I'm just so pissed. And I was like, why? He was like, because he's like, I don't want to just give you. He said, look at this. So I was looking at it and I was like, yeah, that this like a lot. So could you just like piece them together? <laughs> Make it like a cluster? He was like, nah, I can't do that. He was like, it just looks so bad. I don't even want to give it to you. So the other guy was like, you need some help. And he was like, you know, we got the other crabs, but they all frozen and we got to let it thaw out. And I don't want to have her waiting because it has to thaw out. He was like, well, we just, well, ma'am, do you mind? And I'm like, do I mind what? (laughs) Do you want these legs? I said, I mean, I don't care, but I I like the fact that he wants to give me good quality food. Right. He was like, but you know, the uh but it's gonna take time do you want them sting like he was just talking like do you want them steam do you want um because you know it's gonna take a like long time like he's telling me this like i'm gonna change my mind i'm not gonna change my mind just either give me a better quality of crabs or don't just tell yeah. me you don't have time like just don't and my patience is just you know i just don't like his tone because i hate people that work jobs they don't like because I'll ask you, mm-hmm. because once I ask you, do you like your job? 
<laughs> that's when I'm about to go in. Because if so, did you, you ask him up, that? I was about you to. You asked him that today? Oh, <laughs> I was about to. Because I, I got this guy one time, me and Janali was out eating. And the dude was like, You could tell he ain't like his job. And I asked him, I said, Hey, that's your question? He was like, Yes, yeah, do you like your job? He was like, No, not really. I said, I can tell. He was like, you can tell. I was like, yeah. I was like, because your customer service is is very poor. I was like, mm-hmm. you're not really paying us any attention. I was like, I suggest that you find somewhere else to work because you don't like being here. And girl, he was looking at me like, and you know, <laughs> girl, in I his head, he was, was probably so like, you're right. <laughs> I mean, make her head, uncomfortable, probably, girl. Yeah, right. In his head, he was probably like, you're right. I do need to find somewhere else to work. Right, because I don't like that. I hate when I go to places and people be in there talking bad about the job all loud. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't care. Like, I don't care about that. Ring me up. Mm-hmm. Want, I'm not your boss. I don't want to hear that. Like, I just don't. I just think it's unprofessional and quit your job. Because if you don't like it that much, you need to find something that you love to do and stop making customers miserable. Because I don't have yeah. time for it. And I'm going to call you on it. Especially these yeah, days. But, I just don't have time for it. But sometimes people get so comfortable with where they are and knowing the ins and outs of their job that finding a new job and having to learn a new skill or a new set of skills is just like, uh, it's not worth it. I'm going to just stay here. I'm going to stay miserable. And some people, they're so used to being miserable that that's comfortable for them as well. So they just stay where they are. Yeah, and I, I noticed that that um, that's why a lot of jobs now, they'd rather just hire temp service workers or a contractor workers because mm-hmm. people stay on jobs like the baby boomers. All they're thinking about is, oh, they, they paying you. You need to stay there. But y'all miserable at work. You come home every day complaining. Your feet mm-hmm. hurt. You're underpaid. Your boss is upsetting you. But you want to work there for 30 years. I know some mm-hmm. people still working this fucking plant. This one woman worked there for forty years. They gave her a plaque. You gave these people forty years <laughs> of your life, and and you know, black people. I'm not. A lot of times, we do not save money for un, um, not unemployment, but for retirement. I just started saving money for retirement two years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine if I would have been saving thirty, at least when I was in my thirties or twenty-five years old. Imagine how much I would have now saving but right. I just really took the time out to you know put money to the side for retirement yeah. and I got a four it's month like, pay at my job so it's like you know they just girl <laughs> yeah it's kind of like um, the baby boomers they they stay at the job for the retirement even though they hate it and then you got the millennials who are changing that well, like yeah, if we're not happy at a job not all millennials at a job most of us are getting on this train where if we're not happy at a job and we find something that we can make more money at, we will go to that job and then say we want to go back to the previous job. We'll do that, but now we'll be making more. So we're learning how to work the system and make the money work for us. Cause see, I'm like in the middle. I'm not in millennial and I'm not a generation X. So I'm I, I'm both. Like I'm a combined because how the how it goes, Generation X people that like myself, because of what year I was born, were considered to not be technology savvy and all this stuff. And I, I am. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? 
I don't know. Like with me, I do. I don't mind wor- working a job if I'm happy. Like you know, when mm-hmm. I was working at the tour company, I worked there for two years. I should have been left that job. To the point I had yeah. in order for me to leave, I had to really pretty much have a, a depression breakdown, a nervous breakdown mm-hmm. <laughs> to leave the job. So you know, I get for one to stay there, but I was like, I was taught that like you got a job, it's paying you money regardless of how bad it is. You stick it out because it's a job that's paying you money. But I realized when I left that job how much peace I had within myself. Yes, my money was short, but I made it work because I'm a hustler and I ended up starting my own business mm-hmm. from that. So, you know. Well, I guess it's just different flows or ebbs and flows for different people because with me, like I was, I was happy at a job, but when I realized that I need to be making more and that I desire to make more and I want to make more, I stepped out to make sure that I was going to make more. And I had to leave that behind. Now, when I say I wanted to go back to that job, I'd end up making more money. Mm, so, okay. mm-hmm. so I'm not saying I'm going to go back, but... <laughs> But at the same time, like where I want to be in life and the amount of money that I would like to make and things like that, I know that I have to take the necessary steps to do that. And I can't just do that by staying comfortable in a job that I may love, but isn't paying me what I want to be making. Right. That's understandable. So that's just me. Well, that's where I'm at now. Like, I just refuse... Mm -hmm. Like I have a part, like I have a part-time job in the evening that I actually love, but I don't love it enough to make it a full-time job. Because I mm. see the people that work full-time and they they all they do is complain, 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 complain. I a little hours, I'm good. <laughs> I work my three, <laughs> four days a week. I get whatever days off that I want, however time I want off with no issue. Like I'm good. But on you know, but working for myself that's where I have to do better because this pandemic has taught me a lot like I have to prepare for tough situations and it taught me that you need to have a savings at all times now if I wouldn't have my part-time job right now I would be butt out like seriously (laughs) like we have no income no nothing right now because my business I don't I that's dry like I have nothing Mm -hmm. so this has taught me like you know what going forward I have to do better if the contracts that I create to make sure that if it's a pandemic or something like that I'm still able to go afloat and if I have employees or something that I'm able to pay them as well like they can have you know I will set up something for them for a pandemic fund where they could put a certain amount of money and like a lot of stuff have been going through my mind I'm just working on like a lot of stuff that's good <laughs> yeah that's so good. I'm thinking I'm thinking or whatever so yeah so back to you how are you quarantining outside of working how is it home life and like how mm-hmm. is it going to the store your experiences at the store and everything like yeah um going to the store has been pretty okay here um i i think it might be because of the neighborhood that i live in which is (laughs) (laughs) predominantly white you know and and, 
most of the people around here are pretty well off and I'm sure that they um, already had emergency stashes of food and water <laughs> and all of that right. before Extreme coupons. place. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so it's been pretty good. Uh, the only thing is um, chicken. Like, it's really hard <laughs> to find chicken wings. And I'm like, y'all was not eating all this chicken. Okay, Girl. so that's the one thing. But as far as, like, um, fruits and veggies and other meats and things like that, it's pretty stocked up. Um, hand soap was a little hard to find, but we have convenience stores, like, all in uh, Seattle. So because Seattle is city, um, it was easy to find, you know, just hand soap and dish uh, soap and things like that easily um, because of the type of environment that Seattle is. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so that hasn't really been a hardship for us. So I'm just really happy about that as well. I just feel like in the midst of all the turmoil going on in the world, I can still see God's blessings in the midst of it. Girl, yes. I still haven't been able to find any wipes, any quarks, any bleach wipes. I just found bleach at okay. Family Dollar and Dollar General. Okay. So if you're looking for any cleaning supplies, that's where you need to go. Because, I mean, everybody's not going there. They, they're trying to get stuff in bulk. For the, I'm not saying they're not going there, but they're not going there as much as they are Walmart and Target and Costco. Right, right. No paper towels. <laughs> I lucked out on some toilet paper, but it's never the real big bulk of toilet paper. It's like the two, I mean, the four pack. Oh. And that's the only packs that I've been seeing is the four. Dang, I've been hearing um, 7-Eleven been charging like $2 Girl. for one roll. That is already, <laughs> it, that's the thing. They already ridiculous with their prices anyway, because it's a convenience store. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so, anywho, the, <laughs> the purpose of this episode is it's entitled, uh, What About Your Friends? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> my podcast is it's my testimony. It's my way of me sharing my life, my life experience, the special people in my life, my friends, my family, and so forth. So forth because I've been told that I have a story to tell. So, mm-hmm. from your perspective, what is it like being my friend? The good and the you bad. Really, you want me to put this out <laughs> hey, on this podcast? Look, I, I, I have, look, I have a, a, podcast, a chat with Trisha, so hey. <laughs> you know, she know everything. And she just yes. put it out there. And, you know, this, what, how is it being my friend? <laughs> how is it being your friend? Well, I mean sometimes it's rocky and sometimes it's easy and I don't know why sometimes I like the challenge but um, I don't know because I'm not like a confrontational person um, I'm not I don't really like having to work hard on relationships so I don't know what it is about you that um, that keeps me hanging on, I guess. But I mean, the good, the good definitely outweighs the bad. Um, and I wouldn't even say bad. I would just say uh, the challenges that may come forth. Um, 
I heard your last podcast with your brother and you said that you are difficult to deal with at times which is true um but I feel like that can be said for everyone because we all have some type of um stubborn type of ways and things like that and things that we need to um to work on and things that we need to grow in um So I kind of feel like because our friendship is more like a sistership, um, it makes it a bit easier because we've shared so much with one another and the amount of years that we've known each other. Um, I know a lot of things about you. You know a lot of things about me. And I think that because we took the time to get to know one another, it makes it hard to just let that friendship and that bond go um so with you I just feel like I can definitely just be myself um I can share more things with you than I feel like I can share with other people um without feeling judged because you've been through things as well and it gives us like a common a common bond once again that just allows us to be real with one another so um i appreciate that in a friendship just the honesty the rawness the realness <laughs> all of that so i and i i said that too like um i was talking to my brother and i was saying i am a, a popular introvert like mm-hmm. i don't know what it is that draws people to me because it's like mm-hmm. a roller coaster ride like <laughs> If you're my friend, if you're my boyfriend, emotionally be prepared to be up and down. Cause it's like, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get, especially when I'm upset. And like, I want to bring up one time in particular. So my beautiful friend, Monisha got married a few years ago. Oh, goodness. <laughs> And she asked me to do a portion of the catering for her wedding, which I was excited to do because <laughs> anybody that knows me knows I love to cook. And I can't mm-hmm. cook, so that makes it even better. Yes. <laughs> so I would say this is like our, our first incident. And um, <laughs> she was having a little get-together, like a, what, it was a bachelorette party? Which mm-hmm. I, I wasn't, I wasn't little invited. I wasn't invited to, first of all. I no, I didn't invite anybody. I did not invite anybody. These girls just showed up at my house. But, now, mind you, I live at this house. <laughs> we all live at the house, so I, I mean, as I think about it, I could, I definitely could have handled it better. Oh, I could have just, you know what? Let me join into the fun. But I'm older, and certain stuff I care about, and sleep is one of them. <laughs> so I'm like it's one o'clock in the morning and it's not a weekend it's a weekday so I'm like are they really upstairs so I hit up one of our friends I'm like can y'all please be quiet I was like cause I can hear you and like where my was in the basement it's like where they was was right over there so I hear all this giggling and laugh laugh so I come up there and it's so funny cause I see Angel she was like hey I was like <laughs> It was so, it's not funny, but it was funny because I can still see Shakira's face. 
Because <laughs> she, her whole, her whole expression just went to, oh no. <laughs> I was like, no, y'all need to shut up. <laughs> and Angel was Here's looking like. <laughs> Here's the thing. Some of, some of the girls lived with us, but not all of them. So, you yeah. know, when you have other people come over, it's going to be louder because we don't see them 24-7 like we see our roommates. So, of course, it's going to be a little loud. And we're celebrating. So, you know, bring on the cheer, you know? I didn't, But see, that's the thing. I did not expect y'all not to celebrate. I thought y'all was going to do it Friday. I wasn't thinking, like, really Friday was crunch time for you. Like, y'all had to decorate the church. Y'all had to do last Listen. things. Because I had never... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been in where I was at my best friend's wedding and I cooked for your wedding. So basically all I had to do was just cook. I didn't have to, you know, and I, and I had to, I was a coordinator. So I had to make sure people walked down the aisle. Like, <laughs> I was just, Monisha just, she got me. She should have paid me. <laughs> but I'll do it all over again. So it's no hard feelings. But thank yes, you, thank I, you. I showed my tail that night. I ain't even going to lie. I showed mm-hmm. my tail. I had to leave the house. And this is the I, first time you admitted that you showed your tail. So thank you. Well, you know, Divine I had, Destiny. I had to, <laughs> I had time to think about it. Cause at the time I was fleshly, but I was so mad I was not gonna cook for her wedding. And I and anybody that know me, when I say I'm not gonna do something, I'm not gonna do it. And I was like, oh, I'm not cooking. And it was nothing but the grace of God to have my best friend to call me. <laughs> <laughs> and she I don't she just called me out of the blue and she was talking to me and I, I um and I hadn't talked to her to a minute for in a minute so we was like chopping up for a minute and I don't know how it came up I was like girl I said um them girls woke me up you know I was venting to her and whatever she was like well Destiny what you some thing you know they having a party blah 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 I was like well I need to sleep and I had to be to work at, I had to get up four o'clock in the morning and it's one, two o'clock and he's still screaming, blah, blah. And I was like, and I'm not cooking for her wedding. And she was like, excuse me? I was like, yep. She was yes, like, Trisha. she said, you're not cooking for her wedding? I was like, no, I'm not. And I'm going to tell her today. She was like, you better not do that. She mm. was like, that's that girl wedding. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> See, here's I was the like, thing. I don't care. Y'all, I am 10 years younger than Destiny, okay? And this happened six years ago, okay? So, with that being said, I was asking my age. Destiny was being an old woman. Okay, like, what do you expect from a 23 or 24-year-old? Like, Right. I would have been doing the same thing if I was, I don't know, my focus was, you know, I was at that crazy job, and I I was just overly stressed, and I was just so, so committed to, I ain't gonna say to nothing, because I really, I helped groom that business or whatever, but... I just was so like, oh, I need to be on time. I need to be doing this because I know people are not going to show up. And, you know, I'm not even thinking of the fact like this is my friend getting married. Like, we need to have fun. Like, this is her last night of being single. We need to have fun. I wanted to be the party pooper. So my mm-hmm. best friend just dug a hole in me and she was like, this is her wedding. You can, this is very last minute. You cannot do that. I was yes. like, I don't care. I don't care. And then like five minutes later, Monisha and her cousin called me. 
it was like hey so we want to apologize (laughs) (laughs) we want to apologize so that helped that helped (laughs) and then i and then her grandmother that is my boo grandmother (laughs) yeah she stayed up with me the whole time i was cooking and we talked the whole time and she just made it so much fun we just had a good Mm -hmm. old time and i was so mad too because i could not find i I made some corn muffins for her wedding and i could not find a pan to save my life and we only had that one pan at the house and i had to make like 200 (laughs) now a pan of six <laughs> and I was trying to find a large pan so it could help me out. It took me, oh my God, it took me like six hours, six or seven hours to cook all them corn muffins. And granted, they was all gone. Thank God. But they turned out great. Every, all the food that everyone made turned out great. Like, yes, the only thing was I was so mad great. about, I didn't get any picture with y'all. That was the only thing. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that until you just said that. I because I was too busy. Because who um yo who came in? I think your was it somebody came in here and was like, you need to enjoy yourself. I was like, no, I just gotta make sure it's food. Like you know, I just want to make sure everything was good. Because I remember when I was at Trisha's wedding, girl, we was the bridal party and we didn't have no food. And oh. everybody, they they didn't. It was. I couldn't find out later and Trisha found out years later that her dad paid all this money for food and then um excuse me <clears throat> and the people didn't even bring the food and then when we was oh. asking them like hey where's the food they was like oh we don't we ran out and I'm like y'all look they was looking like they didn't even care or nothing and then we couldn't tell Trisha because it was the day of her wedding so we couldn't even tell her so we didn't have no food girl <laughs> but I, Luckily, Trisha and they saved the plate for the bride and groom, so they had food. Mm-hmm. But we're in the wedding party, we didn't have any food. And then when I found out how much money her dad paid for, if I would have known, I would cuss the people out, girl. <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all didn't tell her so she could continue to enjoy her day. But yeah, but if it, it won't, if her wedding coordinator would have said she didn't even really say nothing, and that job blew me too because she could at least. Because she knew who paid, you know, she knew all the arrangements, so she could have talked to Trisha and said something, so he could at least said something, you know, and not mm-hmm. her. Because <clears throat> that's like unacceptable, especially yeah. your bridal party don't have any food. So I was like, oh no, I'm not going to go through no situation <laughs> like this, you know what I'm saying? Even the DJ had his food, like it was like, uh uh-uh. uh, I can't oh, go wow. through no, no situation like that. But yeah, that was the only thing and then when I first met her it was so I'm not <laughs> I am she was like hey girl I was like she is talking to me like she know me I mean I met you when I came to see the place or whatever but hey girl she was like hey Destiny I was like hey <laughs> apparently apparently I am a welcoming person yeah. I never felt like I was, but everyone tells me that I just made them feel welcome. So, I mean, that's a good quality to have. And I guess <laughs> I just have to accept it because sometimes I don't want to be bothered either. But, you what? know, I, I'm i that type of person. Like, I never want someone to feel left out. I never want someone to feel lonely. So, um, especially like if I'm actually around them. So I just try to include them. 
So I can definitely understand now why people say that I'm just welcoming. So you were new to the house and in the house, I wanted you to feel welcome. Oh yeah. And y'all did a good job of that. (laughs) (laughs) Especially telling me and the kid that we were old. Oh yeah. So you and the kid, y'all the same age. I was like, okay. <laughs> so y'all will go well together because y'all are the same age. I'm like, okay. <laughs> How do you know this? <laughs> oh, but it was fun. What was that? Mar- what was that? Marlboro Way? College Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, College Park. Yeah. <laughs> that little house. I, that was the first time we ever rooming with girls. And it's like, I wanted to. That was so crazy because I remember when I used to go visit Trisha in Philly, they had a place called the Lighthouse. And that was mm-hmm. like all the girls in the community at Epiphany were all staying there living together. And I was like, oh, I would like to do something like this. Not realizing that I don't like noise. <laughs> you know, <laughs> certain stuff and like mm-hmm. craziness. Even though y'all was not crazy. It was like cool when it was like me, you, Nikki, and Shigeru was like cool, but it was like after you left, that's when it was hell. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. I'm red to go. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, girl. So me and grandmother been texting like every day, all day. That's she is hilarious. Girl. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh wow. I had to actually meet somebody. I was like, is she I saw you okay with me texting your grandmother? Because me, I'm territorial and I be feeling the way about my family. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, see, she nice. She was like, sure, you can text her. Me, if that was right. my grandmother, I would have been like, no, you cannot text her. <laughs> you cannot say nope. nothing to her. I'd be feeling the way. <laughs> I knew the connection that y'all had. So, and that's with anyone. Like, I know the type of person my grandmother is. She's so, um, such an uplifting person, an encouraging person. She's hilarious. Um, just everything that you would want in a grandmother she is so I'm not gonna hold that to myself you know yeah she is so cool and I can see why you mm-hmm. say that I remind you of her <laughs> yeah even though um but she's more outgoing age. yeah I'm not she's more outgoing, I'm more outgoing once thing. I know you see that's the whole thing she, when I she's don't more know outgoing you. when she don't know you when she knows you <laughs> when she thinks she knows you <laughs> Girl, grandmother is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are you watching like on you got any shows that you watching? You got Netflix. Of course, I know everybody's seen oh, the yeah. Tiger King. What are your thoughts? Yes. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the Tiger King? Girl. <laughs> like, so my cousin, he said it the right way, and I'ma just leave it here. He said it's a hot hillbilly mess, and that's where I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> he said it right. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, it's supposed um, to be a part two to that. So, oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I mean, of course, <laughs> but, it's a high uh, hillbilly mess, but you can't stop watching it. It's crazy. I know. I it's know. good to see white people sh- as a train wreck instead of black people all the time. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. <laughs> but other than that, um, I'm watching the final episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. Um, oh, love that show. Um, what else? Oh, little uh, little fires everywhere with Carrie oh, Washington somebody been telling me. My aunt told me to check that out, so you you give that a good for okay. I'm happy. Oh out. yes, it's so good. Um, and then when I 
feel nostalgic. Um, living single is always a go-to. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yes. I, I, I would think yes. you would like living single for some reason. I love living single. Really? All the 90s shows, but living single, yes. Because you was like love a kid. So I was like 14. Or honestly, <laughs> honestly, Destiny, I don't know why I was allowed to watch half the stuff that I watched at such a young age. And then, you know, the reruns <laughs> came on too. Yeah. But yeah, watched all of that as a kid and up until now, love it. So those are the three shows. But other than that, because of my um, like commute to work and stuff, I just, I get tired <laughs> quickly so I go to sleep earlier because I have wake up early so um, those are the, the three shows that I spend the most amount of time watching I tried to watch Ozark um, I watched the first episode of it please tell um, me that you don't, don't like it thank you because my brother is no, getting no more no. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it I only gave it one shot I want to give it a second try for the second episode but I'm mm. not like in a rush to watch it Thank so. you, because my brother do not understand that how <laughs> I I just the first episode I'm just like yeah. I can't you know but everybody else they like in too deep and I just I'm not there I'm sorry <laughs> I'm trying to get there yeah. but I'm just not there I'm not in too deep yeah. I, I can't I'm not feeling it you know none of them like I'm really yeah. trying I mean it's getting good ratings and like you said maybe I would give it another try. But mm-hmm. how I'm feeling right now, no. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. I'm I watching a lot of old stuff. Like, I'm not a, like, me recording, that's fine. Me listening to music. I just like listening and looking at stuff that I've already seen before. Like, I'm watching mm. Sex Sent Me to the ER, First 48, mm. <laughs> Pimple Popper. You know, stuff like mm-hmm. stuff that's disgusting hoarders. One of my shows that I am obsessed with that I'm very shocked that I love is Say Yes to the Dress. I love Oh, that I used show. to watch that. I, I, used can, to I watch watched that, that for hours. The and yeah, the one they've been doing watch recently, every Friday. <laughs> girl, mm-hmm. on Saturday they be having like a marathon and I be glued to the TV. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. I was like, I be wanting to plan my wedding in my head. Like, I never thought that I would be so into people in wedding dresses. Whoever came in with their show, that show is a genius. <laughs> yeah, they are. So, did you get the they opportunity are. to watch the Clark Sisters? I did not. I am the odd man out. Um, please don't take my black card. I did not. <laughs> I, one, one. I did not grow up in church. Neither Two, did I. I didn't, I didn't either. I but did my grandmother was, you know. I didn't have none of that. Okay? okay. So, I wasn't. I didn't grow up in church. I wasn't churched. Um, and I didn't even know who the Clark sisters were until. I got saved and wow yeah exactly so yep wow so your grandmother's them not even grandmother be listening to the Clark sisters um I mean she probably did and probably still does Mm -hmm. um but she doesn't she doesn't really talk about music that much 
Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I don't know <laughs> if she um, was heavy on them or not, but the only, literally, the only person or gospel artist that I knew of before Kirk Franklin of 19 <laughs> was Kirk Franklin. Yep. Everybody and Yolanda Adams. Frank- oh, everybody says Kirk Franklin. And only because of that one song, I open up my heart because they used to play that on 93.9 and 95.5 all the time. (laughs) Yep. They play that junk, girl, all the time. Mm -hmm. You have to know Kurt Franklin. You don't know nobody in gospel. The first thing people say is Kurt Franklin. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I did not grow up in church, the church, but I grew up around churchy people. And my grandmother mm-hmm. is put me on to the Clark sisters and Shirley Caesar. Those were my because mm-hmm. my grandmother loves to shout. Clark sisters okay. got shouting music, and so do Shirley Caesar. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, on Sundays I would hear I knew their music and stuff. And my family is a very musical family. Like we always sing, and we got a lot of talent and stuff like that. So. I grew up on it. I love the movie. Um, it was really... Re- I love it because, you know, when it comes to Christian movies, a lot of times you do not get good quality. And you get mm-hmm. people, Christians, who act like there's no such thing as sin and that they're perfect. And with them, they were very transparent. Very transparent. Like, they talked about their struggles. They talked about pregnancy, teenage pregnancy. Like, mm-hmm. all types of stuff. The struggles in the business about what women go through in in the church you know they don't aren't viewed abuse that goes on with pastors and you know just how men are held accountable for things that they do and women get punished for everything and like their everybody's story was a testimony i'm still a little curious about their sister denise because it's a fifth member that she's estranged from the family um I don't know. <laughs> and, you know, mm-hmm. and as believers, you, I wonder, you know, how for so long they could be this estranged from the family. Yeah. So that kind of makes me like, huh. but overall, good quality sing down. Do you understand? Sing down, <laughs> girl. And I had me crying. Even Miss Dean was crying. Had me crying at the end. Oh, I was wow. like, <laughs> it was like, it was really good. And then afterwards, Salt and Pepper has the audacity to be coming out with a movie. A, a docu, and I'm not. And when I say I love Salt and Pepper, I do not want to mm-hmm. see it. Once I saw the actresses, I don't even want to see it. Oh, they look it, nothing. Are they, any... they look oh, nothing. Okay. All of them. How everybody is the same color as pepper. I mean, salt. Salt was all, the only light skinned one. That, and it's like y'all pick these girls. You Salt and Pepper are roundaway girls from New York. Y'all can't find mm-hmm. no no girls from New York, uh, actors from New York that's got the accent, that got the flavor of a New York uh, right. roundaway girl. Like it's just like some regular actresses trying to act like Salt and Pepper. <laughs> I'm not even feeling. I I might watch it just for GP, but yeah, <laughs> I really ain't even feeling it for real. For yeah, it. yeah. So I'm not you, really interested. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect you to be because that's not your era. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I never really hear you listen to talk about female rappers like that. Who do you like anyway? As far as would it be Nicki Minaj or um? When you listen to honestly, <laughs> who do I? I mean, the music that I listen to today, like 
um, as far as female rappers. I like some of Nicki Minaj's stuff. I like some of Cardi's stuff, and I like some of Doja Cat. Um, I like Doja Cat. I'm very surprised. She's very weird. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I don't really listen to female rappers. Um, but when I was younger, I used to love, you know, those that were on the radio. I loved Left Eye. Um, mm, good. That's a good choice. Who else? Um, I always loved Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Um, and I think I'm just biased with her anyway because I just think she's so beautiful. So I feel like whatever <laughs> she does, I'm gonna love it. But like she's no matter just what. Dope. Like if you so. would have grew up in the '90s, at late '80s, early '90s with her and just empowerment, women empowerment, and praising women. Yeah, I love that. That was I just so that. dope. Her and Moni Love, like. I just that was real big in the 90s so it was like someone to look up to I don't know how well she was respected at during that time but it seemed mm-hmm. like she was but I don't know what happened behind the scenes did you know behind the scenes stuff be different right yeah but you know she was somebody to look up to you know I love some Queen Latifah mm-hmm. she could sing and rap mm-hmm. <laughs> and act yep <laughs> triple yep. triple so, threat yeah but other than that I I've listen to mostly um male rappers um so i don't know that's just so who's your favorite I male rapper do... my favorite male rapper of all time um, <laughs> honestly i don't i don't even have a favorite rapper of all time I so, mean, who, I have, so um, when you when i give you that question what's the first thing that kind of like the first thing that Oh wow! But you know what's nothing wrong with because Q-Tip is like that for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> I love yeah, Tribe Called Quest. <laughs> Tribe Called Quest yeah. is my favorite group. So lyrically, he a beast. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and then growing up, I always, I mean, not now, but growing up, I was really into Lil Wayne. Um, <laughs> yes, girl. Well, who wasn't though? <laughs> yeah. Was that your crush? Yeah. He was. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> His music, he I love. looked I better just... back then. Now he just—he looked. I dry. never thought. I never thought he was uh, cute. No, I don't <laughs> I think he's like cute. But he looks better. Okay. He looks compared to if you compare him to how he look now compared to when he first came out, he looks yeah. a lot better. Because now he yeah. about bone. He looked like a scarecrow. Yeah, and I always loved uh, Ludacris. Oh, and Lucas like that too. Yeah, he's yeah. literally but all his, all his stuff. Love Ludacris. but he could not come out now. Like, even though as dope as he is, he could not come out. I don't think he. Could. Well, he has a new song with um Usher, uh, and, and I don't John. even they like it. They had to do it again. They I had don't, to do it again. I do not <laughs> like that song. I like it. Oh God, I knew you would. <laughs> I don't even like. It. I was like, I'm not even feeling it. I said maybe I need to listen to it some more. You know how sometimes when you first listen to a song, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you don't want to. Uh, I mean, you don't be feeling. Then after a while, you're like, oh, that's my jam. Or you hear somewhere and they be dancing to it. Then it's kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, it goes off then. Yeah. So I might yeah, have to give it a lot, another try. Give it another try, girl. <laughs> okay, so you know that we got these stimulus checks coming in. Not sure if mm-hmm. you got yours yet. I'm still waiting for my uh, bank account to. Uh, I'm waiting to 
<laughs> to do something. So I got like a little uh, scenario, and I'm gonna ask you like, what what's your advice on this situation? So it's a married couple, and mm-hmm. you know, for each married couple, they're supposed to get twelve hundred apiece. And just so happened, the wife is the one who filed the taxes, and she used her bank account. And the money, the $2,400 got deposited into her account. And her husband mm-hmm. was like, hey, boo, can I get $200? And she's like, nah. <laughs> that one, this that's my money. This is my money. That's trifling. <laughs> <laughs> like, what advice would you, like, how would you, like, what's your take on that scenario? I know that's trifling, but it's like, what is her reason? Like, do you think like what's her reason for not wanting to give him the two hundred dollars? Like, I think in that situation, uh, the wife is greedy and <laughs> is keeping everything to herself. But at the same time, I don't want to be too judgmental because I don't know what goes on in everybody's marriage, right? Mm-hmm. So, say the husband is the breadwinner and. He's like, you know, you know what? Just keep, just keep the stimulus checks, both of them, you know, and leaves it at that. And then comes back and says, oh, let me get $200. So in her mind, she might be thinking, you said that I can keep it all. So no, I'm not giving you $200. You got enough money, you know? So with me and my husband, we are not doing that. You know, um, we have a plan for those funds. Right. We talk about our finances and <laughs> that's just what it is. Oh yeah. It's definitely, definitely trifling. Cause I'll be feeling some type of way. If my, if all of it went in my husband's account, I was like, Hey, can I get $200? And he'd be yeah, like, but nah. again, cause I feel like I'm going to get an allowance anyway. So, <laughs> I had a discussion with some girls about that like oh I, I I was raised to which I'm not I don't think I may after thinking about I don't think I'm going to suggest it but you know I was raised that you get allowance from your husband and your money is your money you pay the stuff Look, like the light it. bills and you know your husband paid the mortgage and provide for the groceries so you pay the light bill and like the cable bill and stuff like that but your husband's supposed to pay all the big stuff and you know I'm trying to get out of that thinking now you know since I really thought about it like you know what we supposed to get 100 100% not 50-50 or 80-20 expecting you know to just be banking off of him because what if he gets sick and can't do anything (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know yeah I mean it's all about communication and what you want in your marriage but we in a different day and age where it's not just the husband being the breadwinner like women out here getting their own too where yeah. they can work for themselves oh no I plan on working for myself I was I don't no, plan no, on staying I'm home saying, <laughs> but that mentality mm-hmm. of you know your husband is the breadwinner and you know he pays the big stuff and you just pay the little small stuff some women don't want that some women want to feel like they are equal financially as well so we're just in a different day and age where really if needed and if wanted to women can now take care of themselves they don't need a man Mm. you're right you are definitely right I can't be mad at that 
Well, Miss <laughs> well, Monisha. Stephanisha. I appreciate you (laughs) for being on my show and topping up with me. Oh, you're welcome. This is fun. I mean, we talk anyway, but it's it's different atmosphere right now. You on my podcast, so it's like, oh, probably the stuff that we really talk about, we ain't gonna talk about on here, but. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining me during this pandemic. And I, you know. Yes. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem, boo.